0: Log Talk Radio. for today, January second. Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you guys for tuning in. We are happy to have you here tonight. We are so um happy and thankful for your continued support of the show. Um and we we just want to just jump right into tonight's show. I'm gonna first um bring Denise on the line so she can greet you guys as well. Hi hey there. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. Welcome to Beauty Talk. So happy to be back uh, for the first of the year and so happy to have our guest tonight. Absolutely. So we're just going to jump right into tonight's conversation. We're not going to hold anyone up with beauty news and all of that. We're just going to jump right into the conversation. Tonight we are speaking with Michael Key of IMATS and Makeup Artist Magazine. Hi Michael, how are
1: you? Hi guys. Good, it's good to see you. you. It's been a long time.
0: Hi, yes, it's been too long. We are so happy to have you on with us tonight. Um, Happy New Year. How was your holidays?
1: Oh, uh, Christmas is always a great time. But you know, it's a... it's a good time to be with family, but at the same time, we're gearing up for the show. So I have, you know, here I've made a, a quite a thing for myself having a trade show <laughs> the first week of January. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, a lot. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So. Why don't we just jump right into tonight's conversation. Um, that trade show we're talking about is IMATS. Um, tell us a little bit about the history of IMATS and how long it's been around.
1: Sure. IMATS, for those who don't know, is the International Makeup Artist Trade Show. And I started that way back in 1997. There there were no shows then for, for makeup artists, mm-hmm. and, but I felt that uh, we should certainly have one. I was very naive and ambitious all at the same time so uh, fortunately (laughs) we we broke uh, records with uh, attendance and people came from around the world and it's it's become this ongoing celebration of makeup artistry ever since and we've you know we started off in la and then we added london and we've added other cities that we've done you know over the years we've done um, toronto we've done vancouver sydney We've we've been in Atlanta. But you know, it's uh it's an ongoing one. It's been two years since we've held an IMAT show. So this mm-hmm. is very strange. Uh well of course all of us had, going through COVID was a was a crazy time. You don't have any trade shows during COVID, do we? No,
0: not at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of COVID, what was it like? Um just you know, the thought of COVID and everything that was going on with it, we all, a lot of us didn't know what was going on, how long this was going to last. Um, what kind of challenges did you face in business um, when COVID started?
1: Well, at first we was hoping, you know, no one knew much about COVID when it first started happening. It's like, oh, is this going to be a thing? And uh, I have a, a long, long time friend who works at the CDC. So. I, you know, the first thing I did was contact him and say, hey, is this going to be much of a deal? Is this something I need to be concerned about? And at first, you know, he said, well, I don't think it's good. It's probably all going to be done by the time your, your shows are going to be happening. But then eh, it might be perceptions. And then a week mm-hmm. or so goes by. And then he writes me back and says, uh, forget everything I said before. It's all changing. It's turning into a big deal. And so right. we didn't know, uh, just like everybody, we just didn't know going into it if everybody remembers like, "Hey, let's just do this for two weeks so we can flatten the curve right, uh, right. The, the two weeks has turned into two years right. but it, <laughs> so we had to shut down, we had to lace staff off or or put people on furlough and And we sat around for months and didn't do anything, which was kind of bizarre. It's not something Mm -hmm. I would want to do again. The one good thing about it, though, was that I actually got a break.
0: (laughs) Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it it was a much-needed break for a lot of people. Um, And it, it makes you realize how much you just go, go, go. Um, but what what were you thinking about all of those months sitting around, nothing happening at all? Were you puzzled as to okay, what now when it comes to IMAX? How how do I how do I move forward, or do I just sit and wait?
1: Well, it was uh, so many different emotions to go through during that time. It was mm-hmm. it was depressing at times. It was exci- you know. Mm-hmm. It was joyful at times. It was um, not knowing, you know, what to do. You don't know what's going to be going on. It was it's it was not fun to uh, lay people off. It was not fun to just be in in limbo. But there was an yeah. for myself personally, there was an upside to it because. I have just been busting my ass my entire adult life working Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and I actually got a break. It was, it was a, it took me a while to be able to accept that this is a time of rest. And that, that was very, very hard for me, but I finally kind of embraced that. And, but, but, you know, it's, it's difficult to not work for two years.
0: Yeah, it yeah. really is. It really is. Um, so now, well, let me no. Let me go back first. Let me go back. Let me talk about IMATS, the virtual IMATS. So, what led to that decision? You know, to bring IMATS back virtually that year. It was twenty twenty, right? When when you came back virtually.
1: Actually, no. It was just this past April, so no, it was. This
0: uh, year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, we didn't.
0: You know, we I had no sense for a while. of time. <laughs> hmm. No sense of time. So it was this year. Okay. Um, that seems so long ago to me.
1: I know. So it does. It ago. does seem like a long, long <laughs> time from ago for me as well. No, I thought um, yeah. I've watched other people doing things that were virtual, and I, I saw a lot of room for improvement. So I Mm -hmm. thought, well, maybe we can do something where we can bring an IMAP style to doing something that's virtual that would work. Because I didn't want it to be just another Zoom call. which So um, technology is still limited. As much as we do streaming, because we do it all the time. We watch Netflix and everything, but that's all download. But upload is another story. So it was a, there was a technological challenge. I had a big learning curve to go about it. And I had, I was pretty ambitious on it. I was sticking to my guns about what I wanted it to be. And it was, it took a long time to find a technology partner that, could at least do some of what I wanted. I couldn't find anybody that could do everything that we wanted, unless you have a boatload of money and an enormous technology team, which uh, mm-hmm. you can't do. But I found somebody that could work with it. And so we did it and it was terrifying. <laughs> it was hard to do. <laughs> it was super hard to do. It, it, you know, I know how to put on a trade show. I know how to do that okay. when, you're, when it's in the room and you have that. But it uh, it was daunting at times dealing with some of the technological challenges yeah. when it's being handled by people in another city or another state or uh, other things was going. But, you know, we made it through it. And there were some great things that happened. One of my favorite pieces of it, actually, was our virtual – our virtual bar, you know, in Los Angeles, yes. we have a yes. IMAX LA. Anybody's been IMAX LA, has gone to Charlie's Bar at the Sheraton, which is where we all hang yeah. out together. <laughs> and yeah. we had uh, our virtual Charlie's Bar that we did. We uh, got with a company having this kind of virtual chat, and I was amazed how that worked because it was very unorthodox. So it um, we made it through. It it, it allowed some people that have never been to an IMAT show to actually come and experience the, the spirit of IMATS anyway. And so mm-hmm. that part was really neat.
0: Yeah. That was one of my favorite parts too, was that, that bar, the whole networking aspect of that. It was, um, it was really cool how that worked. It was really nice.
1: Yeah, I was there with, you know, like B Neal and I would be there for a couple hours you know, in the virtual bar. Who else did I have? And Bruce Grayson, he came and, and did that with us. And, you know, different people, we would, after the show, we would go into the Charlie's Bar and they would all kind of come and, and hang out. So it, it, it was fun. It was neat. And I'm sure we'll do something like it in the future. But uh, not for this show coming up this weekend, because I just wanted to be able to get things back up and running before we try to do a hybrid show. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: So, with that being said, tell us what's required of, of those who will be attending. What's required because of COVID?
1: Hmm. Yeah, that's a, we're not health experts, you know. So, we just do what the city government says that we're supposed to do. And uh-huh. uh, yeah. Yeah. so, I want to be really, really clear on that one. We don't have any uh sort of policies or regulations that we're doing. We're just doing the ones that are that they're asking us to do. And what that is, is that it's pretty simple. It's much like going to a restaurant in Los Angeles. In order to sit in the restaurant, you have to have uh, either a vaccination card showing you're fully vaccinated, or you have to have, show that you've had a negative test uh, within 24 hours. And that's the same thing for IMATS. It'd uh, be about the okay. same thing. You just have to show one of those two uh, to be able to enter the building. There's also a company that's going to be there that has nurses that can actually perform a rapid test. They can have results in about 15 minutes. Although I imagine oh, nice. those people will come with their ducks in a row, but well, there's a company yeah. that will be there if somebody needs a test or they for instance, if their test is older, cause that's one thing that the government did change in the past week it used to be 48 mm-hmm. hours. Now it has to be within twenty four hours, so somebody might not have you know caught on to that and have a, right. a test that doesn't fit within the parameters. So they can get one from uh, the folks that are coming, and then everybody okay. has to wear a mask. So kind of like going to to a restaurant.
0: Nice. Okay, that sounds like a good deal. Um, what are the it, vendors? What are the vendors saying? Are they feeling excited about coming back?
1: They are excited to be back. There's it's it's all over the map. There's uh some we like uh, makeup schools. Makeup schools have been mm-hmm. devastated by by COVID as as we have. So, you know, they're they've had it very different than say, um, you know, a supplier who's continued to ship and they've just worked on their their mail order side of their business. But their companies are really excited to see everybody this weekend. I think that's kind of the spirit everybody has in mind. I know that there are some mm-hmm. that are still timid that they're going, ah, I'm not going to come out yet. But, yeah. uh, for those that are old is like, <laughs> everybody's ready. It's okay. Let's, we have to learn to deal with this. We're going to have probably restrictions for a while. So we just have to learn to live with it properly. Just like right. uh, my colleagues in motion picture and television, you know, they've been working all this time and they just have to find, um, what are the protocols what do you need to do in order to be able to deal with it and so that's kind of where we are at with with doing a show i mean it'll be different you got people walking around in masks but you know you're up mm-hmm. on stage and obviously the model can't wear a mask when uh while they're being made up so we'll you know all that will, will get sorted and we'll err on the side of safety but uh right. everybody everybody's super excited in mean, fact there's people already talking to me going hey you know what are, are we going to charlie of course we're going to charlie <laughs> <laughs>
0: It wouldn't be IMAX if you didn't go to Charlie's.
1: <laughs> it is. There's a few exhibitors that have said that's the one time that they get to see each other. Because, you know, when everybody's at the convention center, they're, they're all working and they're in their booths. So they don't get to see folks. So that's when the companies get to do that. So it will be yeah. great. And there's people coming from around the world. I've got three Swedish makeup artists coming. Excuse me, four. That's right. There's four now. I, I didn't oh, set wow. out to have this whole Swedish contingent. But it just ended up that way. <laughs> so we've oh, got wow. you know, people, artists, uh, speakers coming from Canada, and see, so do we have any English this time? I don't know. Maybe it's. Maybe, I don't know if I have any English this. Usually we do, but people are all you know. Okay. We're all going to come together and converge on ground zero, and and do the magic of IMATS.
0: Yeah, and IMAX I will say, is is very magical. I just remember my very first IMAX; It was a little overwhelming because it was so much happening all at the same time. Uh, you know, and it's like you, you go and you try to do everything. You try to see everything. Um, it's a lot, but it is very magical. And I, I'm telling you, I don't know what kind of makeup artist I would be had I not – Attended IMATS um, year after year after year. It's um, you get it's a lot of education, um, product knowledge, and you meet and you meet so many people. Um, you know, so yeah. many people that you makeup artists that you read about. You you know you get to meet those makeup artists, and it, I mean you just learn so much. It's, it's just it's more than you know buying products you know sometimes there's a a, i'm sorry go ahead yeah
1: i hope that it that imats doesn't become just that i mean it's important and necessary for us to have products but um right i want to don't want it to be only that and so that's why we spend a fair amount of money to cross-pollinate artists from around the world to come together and it's it's uh, there's several legs that need to be under that table to make IMATS, and certainly products are are important. That is one of the legs, but it's not the only leg. I know a lot of sh- trade shows that uh, that's what it's all about. That's all that it is. It, all that people want to know is okay, what brands are there, and that's the only thing that matters. Mm-hmm. And if somebody's thinking that, I I think that would be short sighted, because it's uh, a yeah. there's careers are made made are made and broken and, and there's there's deals that come together and there's uh it it's important what, what happens in that in, in the artistry because people go back to where they're from and they take all kinds of inspiration and ideas and, and information and and that gets embedded into the you know, the sandbox that they're a part of back home. Mhm.
0: Yeah absolutely absolutely you know we brought out people
1: uh, there's a lot of the english makeup artists that came out to some of the first imat shows that saw Mm -hmm. you know like silicone makeups being done for the first time and 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 then back and forth there's no way we could have moved forward with the with the technology and the state of what the art is without that cross-pollinization
0: absolutely Let's talk a little bit about how, because you're you're a makeup artist yourself. Um, Both my my sister and I both work film and television as well. Um, Talk a little bit about some of the things that you've noticed over the years that have changed in this industry. And then tell me a little bit about what you think it takes to meet makeup artists' needs today, you know, because now there, um, there are a few more, you know, you have more makeup trade shows or trade shows who are now adding makeup to it. Um, You know, there's always a bunch of online courses, and things are just so different from when we first started out back in 90, what is it, 98. Um, Can you talk about how things have changed and how you think we need to to reach how we're able to reach makeup artists and give them what they need
1: wow that's that's a lot what happened in the last 25 years? Uh, yeah, quite a bit did. I mean, if we go back to the time you're talking about, like say uh, makeup agencies that were working in, in print and fashion, they all had physical books, portfolios yes. Nobody's using uh, physical portfolios anymore. I haven't seen one in, in forever. You know, the, the Internet it changed. Technology changed. Cameras have changed. It, uh, of course, style always changed. That, that's always in flux. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, incredibly different. And you spoke about how the amount of information that's out there, courses, things on YouTube. There's a lot. I think that's one of the things that happened, too, that people don't quite catch us a lot of min- misinformation or bad information that's there you can mm. all you have to do is just go on the Instagram or or YouTube and you can see some some bad work or some really unsafe practices that are done and it's being put forth of course anybody can be an expert in minutes on on social media mm-hmm. but without it, there being the credentials or the um or the track record to go with that and so you know yeah, there's there's some some risky things that are done or just not very good things but uh, so I think you have to be able to sort through all that information to know what's what's good or not makeup schools are still a great a great resource the instructors have all gotten better the the, the curriculums have gotten better in fact, that's one thing that we saw change over the years in our student competition called Battle of the Brushes. We saw the level of work that was being done in the 90s, and uh, the work kept increasing the, the quality of the work. There's the word I'm looking for. The quality of the work just grew exponentially exponentially. So that the level of work that students were doing, you know, 10 years after that was like at the level of what professionals were doing 10 years before. It, it really grew a lot because people have a much faster learning curve because of the amount of information that they do have. Those things that, that changed. Of course, products changed. Brands have come and gone. The, the civilizations mm-hmm. have been built, and destroyed since 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 that time. But uh, in fact, there was fear. If you, you, know, you say you work in television and, and film, there was that fear that, oh, well, th- different kinds of fear. Actually, there was the fear that, oh, we're doing high-def cameras. Everybody's, everything's going to be seen now. What are we going to do? How are we going to survive this? And so there was a lot of uh, concern about all the detail in camera that was going to be seen, every little wrinkle, every little, little bump. Well, we got past that. Now, I think the fear is, um, is the technology doesn't need us, and that that historically we've seen that in other industries too. It's like, wow, I don't, you know, they can correct everything on camera, they can take out the wrinkles, mm-hmm. they can, you know, say, do they really need us? Well, that, yeah, you know, they, you know, we are still needed. Makeup artists will always be needed. I think there yeah. is some of that fear for it to be taken out, but um, it's not going away. Artistry is never going away, especially those that have a discerning eye and that can bring good, astute choices. So we're, we're yeah. continuing. I mean, we're doing, you know, like we did back back in the day. We're still celebrating the art. We're still showing people what what best practices are and what the technology is we're going to be celebrating 5 of the there's 10 films in the short list for consideration to be nominated for the Oscar for makeup and hair we will be exploring and celebrating 5 of those at iMads nice and yeah you know, it's we're we're still doing that and that you know the technology is is great I'm glad that we can bring people from Sweden and we'll get to see Goran Lundström. He's going to show us the the actual pieces and wigs and everything for the character that he created for Jared Leto for The House of Gucci. You know, people that are at the show will get to see that up close and personal. Same thing for The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Uh, We just added them recently, so that'll be great. There'll be lots of eye candy to see, you know, for that film. So it uh, there there's there's still lots to learn. What what hasn't changed is the desire for people to learn and the enjoyment of being together and being able to uh, have that camaraderie together.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: Nice. Also we got the the Dune panel is gonna be there too. I don't know if you guys saw that movie. Man it's incredible. We got the artists there <laughs> are gonna be coming and uh we're gonna be, you know, celebrating that film. Also Nightmare Alley and see which one else am I forgetting. Oh yeah, Coming to America. Yeah, Mike Marino and Mike Fontaine. Oh, yeah. It's coming to America too. The, the sequel
0: that, yeah. I think oh, that Murphy. Right, the sequel. Yep. Now, what about the? I think you all are still having the museum, right?
1: We are. We will be having the museum. There'll be some great stuff that's going to be there. That I always really appreciate that because that, that's when we get to see it in person,
0: right? The museum's no, always, always an important that. part. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So I know on your on your IMATS website, since everything's to be determined for London. So where do you guys stand with that?
1: London is um, London's such an awesome show. Looking to do yeah. that uh, in June. is uh, the, We've got a couple of dates that we're looking at. Date has had a spike recently in COVID. So I thought, ah, I'll give them a, a couple of weeks. I was hoping to yeah. have it to be able to announce for this weekend. But I think uh, before oh, okay. before the end of the month, we'll have the date on there. You'll see it and uh yeah we'll we'll be doing it coming soon that'll be our next project
0: yeah is is any of this scary for you when you think about sure. all the spikes and yeah. yeah it i know for me it's like i want to be there but it it's like for me it's a little too soon like i'm hoping i'm hoping lunch i'll be ready by london <laughs> but uh
1: it's just all. Awesome. Well, it is. You know what? And each person has to make that decision for themselves. I think that I'm very big on uh, people, you know, uh, self-reliance of people, you know, making good decisions for themselves. They need to do what they need to do. And right. I, I certainly wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put anybody down for, you know, them making the choice of, of what they have going on. Especially for right. people that are have weak immune systems or they have other conditions going on, I totally get that. They need to do what they need to do, but there's I think there's still plenty. I think the majority of people are, are ready to um, are ready to gather it again, and I'm glad they are because yeah. you know what we decided to do this several months ago, and who knew? You know, <laughs> you know it, it, that's one thing about producing a show. Um, that's true. When you produce a show, you don't know, you know, you, you say, okay, let's do this. And until you get there, you don't know what's going to happen because life does happen.
0: That's true. And and you, we just have to continue living life, you know, and, and you just have to take the chance and, and see how it goes. You know, you're doing your part and, and hopefully everyone attending the show will do their part and, and hopefully everything will be successful and work out well.
1: Yeah, well, like I we said earlier, people need to make a decision. But going to IMATS is actually safer than going to the grocery store. Did oh, you go to the grocery store? <laughs> nobody, nobody has to show a vax card. Nobody has to show a negative test to go to the grocery store. That's right. And yet we, we still walk up and down the aisles and, and, and do our thing. Mm-hmm. IMATS will be uh, far safer than that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That, that was just like, that was kind of just like how we worked um, this whole year. The, the three shows that we did, you know, one show, you had to be vaccinated, and we tested every day. You know and most shows, we three days a week. So when you know that somebody's testing every day and they're vaccinated, you kind of feel comfortable going in because we're all vaccinated, and we're all testing every day, so you feel comfortable. You know, just like you said, but the grocery store, that's a different situation. You don't know what, who's in, who's going to be there and what's going on with anybody. So you're right. IMAX may be safe <laughs> for people to attend. It,
1: and luckily what we're dealing with now is not what we were, you know, a year ago. Yes. Uh know, we talked about the, about the Omicron thing, and Omicron is, uh, it is very contagious, but the symptoms aren't nearly there. It's all, mostly just like a bad cold. So I'm really glad that mm-hmm. we're, I'm glad we're not dealing with the stuff that we were before. This is, um,
0: exactly.
1: I, it seems like there's a lot more emphasis on it right now. And I think just because headlines make that and because it has been such a big deal. But uh, mm-hmm. I think, uh, I think people are, if, if everybody's doing best practices, everything's going to be just fine. Just like it is on set. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. I believe it. <laughs> So let me let me ask you really quickly, and then we can just dive into LA and what's happening there this weekend. But for i Atlanta. How did that show work for you?
1: That was an interesting one because it was <laughs> when we did the the very first show. It was mm-hmm. super exciting. It was packed, and a lot of people came out. Wow, this is great! We should have been here years ago, and because it, it makes sense yeah. to you because it has. Uh, it has the ingredients of what is needed for a city to have a host an IMAT show because there's plenty right. of film and television and there there's plenty of uh, beauty and fashion and all, you know all those pieces are there. You know it mm-hmm. um, the, the show went really well. The second one we did it we moved it away. From, there was a lot of of um, people had trouble on Sunday for the first show because mm-hmm. there's that athletic sporting arena arena that's next door. And right. they had a game. And so <laughs> mm-hmm. some people couldn't oh, get yeah. to our show. Parking was tough. And, of course, leaving was insane. Uh, so yeah. that was, you know, if there wasn't that proximity right there to the, the stadium, it would be perfect. But we thought, ah, that that was difficult. So we tried. We went out to... Another location, a little further out, and it was, you know, it was okay, but we didn't see the, we didn't see the support that there was with the first show.
0: And that's quite so strange to me, because you would think with the the first one was was amazing. Like it was, I mean, I I thought they were both amazing, but the first one was like it was unbelievable for a first time show. In Atlanta, and the the support it got, and you know the crowds you saw I mean it, the place was packed, and that was that's a huge venue and to have it have as many people as it did was amazing and then for me, the second show was smaller, and I enjoyed that one just as much because it was smaller. I felt like you know everything wasn't so spread out, um, the venue was smaller, you could actually hear yourself speak. I actually enjoyed it. Why it didn't get the same support, I'm not sure about that.
1: Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> always difficult to tell what that's going to be. That was out at the Cobb. I had to look that up again because yeah. I trying to remember the name of it. Uh, yeah. And, I, I, you know, the uh, facility was great, and it was nice to have uh, not as much congestion. <laughs> I did miss a little bit being downtown Atlanta, you know, some of the mm-hmm. eateries and, and other yeah. things that were there. I don't know, it's kind yeah, of a trade off but
0: I just thought it was an Atlanta thing, not necessarily an I'm at show thing. I just I, I, I felt like yeah, and I, and that's why I was so shocked that the first show did so well for the first time because I've seen other shows come here and, you know, it, it was more of a, you know, let's go shopping type thing. And I think and I've seen other shows in town, and that that's kind of what it is for 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 some makeup artists here It's just it was more about you know the vendors being there, let's go shopping for this or whatever It wasn't so much about um the education and and you know some of the other artists that were there presenting or whatever um I don't know, yeah, but like I said, I think it was more of an Atlanta thing and not an i m s thing
1: it could be it's hard to say but it's, it's important there's things that need to happen. The exhibitors have to support the show, just like the attendees yeah. do and yeah you know, and I think it's important when the local exhibitors are are supporting it so everybody has to yeah. pull together because of uh, in order to have this kind of a celebration it takes it takes an ensemble and and it's not yeah. just what i'm doing or what my team is doing
0: that's
1: right. it it's us all working together to, to be able to do that
0: yeah you have to want it you know to, in order to bring it back
1: absolutely and i would love to do a show again in atlanta i would love to keep doing that but that's that's going to depend on everybody's participation right right In fact, that would be the <laughs> one – I think uh, if I'm going to do a, uh, a show in the United States besides L.A., Atlanta's would be first on my list.
0: Oh, wow. 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 And, and I know you said London is next. Have you thought any – you know, have you thought past London? Like, oh, you know, you have something in mind, or are you just kind of – just feeling it all out and seeing how things go.
1: You know, girls, we having to figure, We do have to kind of see it as as, as we go along, because the playing yeah. field keeps changing, and it, uh, yeah, it, it. There needs to be the stability there for it to happen. I, you know, I hope that it will. We get past these two, and then let you know. Let's see where it goes, but it will. Uh, I think also too, you know, some of the companies are still needing to get back on their feet. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, I mentioned earlier, schools, you know, that schools have been super challenged, you know, through this crazy season. Right. Um, also some of the major cosmetic corporations have gone through some, I keep saying the word challenges and it's overusing it, but that really is the case. They've, they've had a hardship. Uh, especially when it comes to their, their pro divisions to be able, you know, those that are looking out for us and creating products for, you know, for pros and and working with them, it, those uh, have, they have really had some hardships on there. So they're having to, you know, kind of re figure out their new reality, like everybody else. And once they do, then I think that it'll be easier for everybody to move forward. Absolutely. 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 So there's still plenty of shooting going on in Atlanta, because I keep hearing about it from my from my colleagues. Oh Oh, yeah, yeah. lots
0: (laughs) of shooting. (laughs) A lot of shooting. You know, I mean, the the holidays, so things kind of, you know, slow down for the holidays, but things, but everyone's getting ready to start back up again.
1: So lots of shooting because they gotta get have an excuse to come back. Yeah.
0: Hey, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I think, think we'll be you. ready. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, us, I need to me. make a
1: visit. I need to go over there so I can um go and stop by and see some of the shows that are shooting and, and whatnot. And also yeah, visit the Red
0: Yes. I know you like that place.
1: I do like that joint. It's pretty cool.
0: <laughs> I know you like that place. So, but, you know, if you, if you come back, just don't come back during football season.
1: Okay. Need to avoid <laughs> yeah. that one.
0: Yeah, that way we kind of avoid that whole, you know, tailgating situation. And Oh, that was horrible. <laughs> it really was. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm glad my hotel mm-hmm. was walking distance from uh, from there. <laughs> That's another good thing about L.A. is that the, the you know the hotel being right there. It's about everybody says how far away you know. There's people that haven't been before. Yeah, and they say how far right. away is it to the? And I said eh, about 15 steps, and they go, Oh, okay, great. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't have to drive. In fact, uh, oh, that is think awesome. about. There is a little girl. I don't know if you guys have seen her on social media. Paint with Dakota. Have you seen her? I don't
0: think What's I've the seen her. It's just to, of Dakota.
1: Yeah, you need to check this kid out. She's four years old. And she's got, I don't know, a quarter of a million followers or something. But the kid <laughs> is doing all these makeups on herself. And she, she started when she was three and now she's four. Um, and she, she's doing pretty well. So we invited her oh, wow. to the show because it's going to actually blow her mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. makeups are there. But you got to check this kid out. Uh, I think you would like her. Maybe you should even oh, have wow. her on oh, your wow. show.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I will definitely check her out. But oh, yeah, it's, it's going to blow I my mind that. for sure.
1: Yeah, with the people that have kind of grown up in IMATs, it's kind of neat. Um, think of how she's young there's Mike Fontaine who's going to be speaking this weekend he first I first met him when he was 10 years old his parents oh
0: wow um
1: his parents came and uh, introduced me to him he was uh, he had been writing with Dick Smith and Dick had uh, recommended that he come to the show and so I met little Mike Fontaine at that time and and now he's he's uh an incredibly talented artist. And it's just neat. It's neat to see all that happen within um you know, to watch people grow up. Mhm. And they're yeah. and they're not the oh only god. ones. There there's plenty. Oh my
0: Absolutely. god, this little girl is amazing. <laughs> oh, she's amazing.
1: Oh, you're checking out Dakota?
0: Yeah. Oh my God.
1: Wow, and she's four. She was just on Steve Harvey's show, too. I'm glad that she's catching on. She's making her rounds now. I'm looking forward to introducing her to Mimi Choi.
0: I was was just thinking about that. Oh, that's going to be nice. Tell us a little bit about who some of the speakers are going to be and what's going to be actually happening at IMS this year.
1: Can do that. Uh, like I said, we've got the five films that we're <laughs> we're doing with Eyes of Tammy Faye, Dune, Nightmare Alley, Coming to America two, uh, all those you know, shows that we're we're doing. But there's also other speakers. We're going to be honoring uh, Oscar winner Kevin Haney, who's going to be retiring mm-hmm. uh, this year. And so we are, we've kind of got a who's who of a makeup coming to celebrate his 45 years in motion pictures and television. So that's uh, that's going to be a really special time. That's kind of been, kind of insider in a way. You have mm-hmm. to really understand what's what's a motion picture, but he's done so many great films. You know, he did the Adams Family, and uh, yeah, I'm blanking on which one the, the girl with her head turned on Meryl Streep. Uh, Death Becomes Her. <laughs> that was the name of it. I to think of it for a moment. And, you know, we have uh, all, so that they're all celebrating. As well as we got, you know, people on the other side of the aisle. Roshar is such an, an incredible, inspirational, avant-garde artist. And yeah. he. it's been a few years since he's been at our show. And he, he's done a lot of great stuff, but it's been a few years. So we're really, really happy to have him coming back. Just just love his work. Emily Clayton, who's uh, – yeah, there's a Brit. I knew I had a Brit somewhere. <laughs> I couldn't remember. <laughs> she's British. Although I think she lives in, like, Saudi Arabia now or something. But she's another oh, wow. avant-garde artist with incredible work. And, you know, she'll be there. Clint Brock will be educating for Omnia. Of course, the great Sam Fine and uh, Gregory Alt. Mm-hmm. That uh that's something I'm excited about. We're doing something that's never been done before yes. in our show. Two artists working on the same face, so it's going to be, be really apples and apples. Yeah, so that'll be neat to see their different approaches. Mimi, who I you know yes. I said before that she'll be there, so it's um it's quite a, a range of artists. That's one thing is about IMATS. So there, there's other shows that that are doing things about makeup artistry now, but nobody brings together the diversity that we have right. in, in IMATS. It's really all aspects of makeup artistry. Right. Right.
0: And what about the competitions? No competitions this year? Not for
1: this first show. I wouldn't say for this year. I would love to have okay. it back in time in London, but um uh, mm-hmm you know, in order for the competition to be there with students, you really need the schools back on their feet again. Gotcha. So hopefully by June, everybody will know, you know what they're doing and we can, we can do that again. Might be a good time to reevaluate it and see how to switch it up. Mm -hmm. The uh, ways to, you know, improve it and change it for, you know, for uh, to make it more modern. Gotcha. No need to do something just for the sake of doing it.
0: That's, That's true. true. <laughs> so true. It'd be interesting to see, um, you know, when you do bring it back, it'd be interesting to see how you switch it up. That would be Yeah, strange.
1: I'll be interested in that too. <laughs> it'll, be, <laughs> it'll uh, You know, what we end up doing is talking to schools and talking to students and, you know, <laughs> see what um uh, what ways that that it can be done. Get everybody's input. Get everybody come to the table mm-hmm. together and and see how you know what do we need to do.
0: Right. This is one thing I was kind of been think? interested in, Michael. Like when when you're when you are um when you're putting together a show, when you're producing a show how much time does it really take? Like, when do you really start? Like, let's just say for IMF LA, like, when do you really start planning that show? Because it's a lot.
1: Yeah, it is. Normally we start planning it as soon as we're done with the previous show. Uh, That didn't happen this time because our last show was January 2020. And then we hit, we were, actually we were going to be doing I'm at Vancouver. And mm-hmm. uh we were gearing up for that and then then everything got stopped. But when we get done with uh the show this next weekend, I'll be starting to figure out okay, what do we need to do for 2023? You know, what how, you know, what do we think that make at least make some ideas of uh what we would do with it. And then right because things are so in flux right now with you know, with health and safety, we'll see. I think every time we get to a year, didn't we just do, you know, like last year, didn't we think, oh, okay, we're going, we're done with 2020, we're going into 2021, and uh hopefully we'll be done with this. And here we are in 2022, we're still, <laughs> we're not fully back to 100% like it was before. So, you know, we will see, but it takes months in planning. I bet, um I think uh as I think back to it, so when I got done with the virtual show in April, I started thinking, Okay, what do we you know can we do can we do LA in January? And mm-hmm. so I spent time, you know, talking to our our different partners, seeing where they were at on it. And so I, I would say that it started at that time. So it was less than a year.
0: But gotcha. um
1: You know, like for London, I'm already talking to our different partners over there, so working on it. So I don't think we ever really stop working on it normally.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. Now, are there any plans to bring back the printed edition of Makeup Artist Magazine?
1: I would love that. It is, it's it's almost like asking me not to breathe to not publish makeup artist <laughs> magazine it um, it's that's been painful to not do, but uh, I don't know. I don't know if that can happen or not it, once again, it comes down to support if there's enough readers, then boom, it happens. If there are enough advertisers then then it's on it. It's not my decision. it's just what where but, culture's at with things going on. The the problem we had is that young people don't really read magazines. Very few of them do. So it's become a generational. But what we are doing is we're trying to accomplish some of the, our content is still solid. I still am very confident that the information that we put out and what we provide there is strong. So we're doing some of that with podcasts. Like right now we're editing one with uh, Anne McEwen, who is the department head on uh, Outlander in Scotland, mm-hmm. so we're we're adding that podcast together. So we'll, we'll accomplish some uh, via podcast. We'll do some via what we're doing in social. Some we'll do in IMATS, and I don't know. Maybe we'll do we'll try messages in the bottle and smoke signals too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's.
0: Um... that's um... That, I will just, I just have to plug that a little bit, but that was um, when I was in makeup school, um, my instructor, she talked about Makeup Artist Magazine, and she actually had a copy there, and she passed it around the room, and then she talked about IMADS. And it was my instructor who, she's the one who, you know, told me about IMATS and Makeup Artist Magazine. And it was on from there. Like, I'm like, oh, can I? She let me, she allowed me to take the magazine home. I had to bring it back the next day. And I was like, okay, can I just have this little um, subscription? You remember how, like, you used to have the magazine, you'd have the little subscription card inside the magazine? Um, yeah. I was like, okay, can I just have the subscription card? She let me have the subscription card. And I've been a fan ever since. And when she talked about the show and she actually had some products that she brought back from the show, and she talked about how she would always meet her some of her um, esthetician friends and makeup artist friends at the show. And I was like, oh, my God, we have to do this. And I called my sister, and we were talking about it, and we were like, we're going to do it, we're going to do it. So we did, and we just made it an annual thing. We just made it an annual thing, and, and then started you know, going to some of the different ones around the country. Um, do you think you'll – I know I keep asking you these things and I know you just have to wait and see, but I always enjoyed the New York show as well.
1: New York has its own uh, audience. It's very difficult to do a show there. There's plenty of people that Mm -hmm. want to come to the show, but Mm -hmm. uh, the facilities are insanely expensive. Mm -hmm. It's a financial risk to do a show in, in New York. And it's it's really really hard to do it 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 becomes cost prohibitive. I mean they just want so much money for something. And it's just like okay I'm I'm uh, I'm doing months and months and months of work to go home with you know lunch money. <laughs> and so yeah, it uh, that's hard to do. If there was all, all that's needed would be a venue that's affordable, then we could probably do it. But I will Mm -hmm. say this about the New York show. It was one that I struggled with the most because it was Hmm. uh, the furthest off mission of what, in my mind's eye, of what IMATS was supposed to be, which is a celebration of makeup artistry. So there was a lot, lot more focus with the New York audience just on products. Gotcha. And, it um, that that one was hard for me. It's really difficult to wrestle with when you have a lot of customers and there's a line going all the way down the street of people that that are paying to get into the show. Um, but a lot of them weren't really didn't have an, uh, the spirit of IMATS with that. They just okay, I'm just give me my products. That's all I care about is that. And mm-hmm. so therefore we're not we're not celebrating makeup artistry then. I I I wanted always wanted New York to be more like London. But it right. was it was hard to do. So all that to be said, since you brought it up, I uh, I'm I'm willing to do a show in New York if we can make it a makeup artistry show and not just uh just selling of products. But what would take that to happen is there has to be a venue that doesn't cost six figures.
0: <laughs> right.
1: You laughed. Wow. I mean, it was yeah, well I, into six I, figures to do a New I York know,
0: show. I know that's the truth. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And London is one of my favorites. Um it's one of my favorites. But I'm excited. I'm excited that I is happening and people can actually go there to attend. Um you know we'll keep continue to tell people you know to tell people about it and we'll just wait and see you know um what happens next you know after after london we'll see you know who what city's next
1: yeah i i would say that i feel really grateful to have the opportunity to continue to do this especially after what mm-hmm. we just went through I'm really grateful and I thank God all the time for the opportunities that he's given me and to be the guy that puts on the event that the industry comes together on is a, is a great privilege. So I'm, I'm thrilled to be able to do it. I'm glad people still want to be a part of it and that we can continue to keep celebrating. And thank you guys for, um, for it that you've given over the years. You've, you guys have always been, uh, a champion for us and we appreciate that. How do people uh, you Thank know you. Uh, is is it is this thing live or are will people is it get edited and put together later?
0: Oh, no, it's it's live.
1: live right now. Very
0: cool. Yeah, so if we messed up, oh well. <laughs> and
1: it's just a conversation. It's a chat. Yeah,
0: yep. just, just a conversation. A exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you again for uh, joining us tonight, and thank you so much just for the the many years of, um, you know, bringing the makeup artist community together. And like I said, it was – IMAX has always been a great time for me. It's always been a time for me to just regroup, um, learn some new things, meet some new artists, um, get a chance to – to experience and see and watch some artists that I've admired, their work. Um, So, you know, for those out there who are listening, if you've never been, this is the show that you have to experience. It really is. Um, So for those who are here in Atlanta, if the show comes back to Atlanta, please go out and support. Um, And then for those who can get to L.A. this weekend, you have to go. And hopefully we'll we'll have the opportunity to come in June to
1: London. Awesome, we would love to have you guys yeah. come in June. Couple of uh, yeah. uh, last points for you: if somebody wants, <laughs> uh, if they like, say Atlanta, because I know that that's where you are. If you want to show in Atlanta, tell the companies that are in Atlanta uh, and other and other companies that would uh, as well as other companies too there in other cities. Tell them that you would really want them to exhibit in Atlanta at, I, at IMATS. And that really helps. It's it. one That's thing it. for us to say it, but when they hear from other customers going, wow, okay, this could be a thing. The other thing too, as mm-hmm. you mentioned about Makeup Artist Magazine, we still, have, uh, we still have some back issues. We're starting to sell out of some, uh, actually quite a few. We're hoping that we'll find some. We, we, have, uh, we have magazines in different cities around the world. And LA will, we haven't seen what's in there in two years. So I know there's some that's been sold out that people will get a chance to get some sold out issues this, this coming weekend. But you can go to oh, right. net and uh you can you can still get magazines. Makeup Arts magazine is still serving people in that
0: capacity. Nice. Awesome. awesome. Nice. Well and good I just we to mention I just want to mention really quickly, for those who weren't able to join us live, you can always go back and hear the replay as many times as you like. So just wanted to throw that out there. Absolutely. Well, we hope you have a successful show this weekend. Um, I, I'm, you have a an amazing list of speakers, so I know it's going to be great. I know it's going to be a great time had by all who attend. So um, we'll be looking forward to hearing how things went um and we're gonna definitely look into this four-year-old and try to get her on the show <laughs> but um we're excited and and we just hope that things are a big success this weekend for you
1: awesome thanks ladies it's great to chat with you have a good one and we'll see you on the other side
0: all right all right Absolutely. see you
1: soon take care bye-bye bye-bye,
0: bye-bye. Thank you for you guys, for those of you who are tuned in listening tonight. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. Again, I must say, if you've never been to IMATS, it's definitely um, worth the experience. Um, and like I said, for those who are here in Atlanta, if you know if, if it comes back here, definitely go out and support. But my thing is, if you've never experienced IMATS, it's a really good thing to go and attend the LA show. It really is. I mean, I know for some people this it who may just be finding out about it tonight, it, it's a little too late for, you know, this weekend to turn around this weekend. But um, the IMAS LA show has always been a wonderful experience for me. That's the first IMAS I've ever attended. I believe it was maybe two thousand, maybe? Oh, I,
1: feel like I believe.
0: It was, it was, I don't know why I thought it was before 2002, but – um whatever it was it was a great experience um met some makeup artists who we are still friends with to this day um and just really got a chance to experience um great artistry um like and like Michael was saying you know there were loads of brands there loads of products there but the focus wasn't on the products And when I earlier when I was talking about how overwhelming it was and I wanted to do everything all at the same time, it was just like so many educators, so many classes to attend wanted to um, attend all the, you know, all these classes, but you couldn't because I can't be in two classrooms at one time, you know, it was that kind of thing. It was so much going on. And yes, there were a lot of vendors, but. Actually, being on the showroom floor for me was about meeting up with other artists um, you know there were there were some artists who were doing demos at a booth you know you wanted to experience that there were some artists that you just knew as your friends from around the from around the uh the country or or even from just being in l a you know that you wanted to kind of see network with Michael talked about um He talked about the meeting up at Charlie's Bar. You know, I remember when um, IMAX would do the Afterglow, Mm -hmm. and if you, I would say, I don't know. Let's see. Especially before I can't remember what year IMAX changed from June to January but if you've, oh, yeah. IMAT, if you've ever attended an IMAX if you've ever attended an IMAX in June you may have very well experienced some really great they call them afterglows um, mm-hmm. and i can't and i can't remember we were talking about this not long ago we were saying that we can't remember if to to be able to attend the afterglow if you i can't remember if you had to be a, a, um um a makeup artist card holder I do believe that's what it was you had to be a makeup artist card holder and I'm not sure if it was like um one of the I can't even remember how what they called them if it was like the platinum card or the whatever card but I can't remember if you had to be a card holder to attend I just remember that I always attended the afterglows and they were really nice some of them were actually at the hotel and then eventually they branched off to maybe, like, a restaurant across the street or with something somewhere else in Pasadena. Like, it really continued to grow, grow, and it got bigger and bigger and bigger. But the afterglow was really amazing because you got a chance to network with other makeup artists as well as the vendors, you know. So you got a chance to to speak with vendors, and they're not behind the booth. They're, you're not on a loud um, Showroom floor, you know, so it was more it was a huge event, but it was still very intimate if you if you can imagine what I'm saying um <clears throat> so it was just it was just great, and I just remember those times So when he was talking about meeting up at Charlie's bar, um I remember those times as well, where everybody would meet up at charlie's bar um you know, I think that's when the afterglow they had kind of stopped doing the afterglow, but they still did something where People could still meet up, and so the Charlie's Bar thing was great as well. So those, so just some of the things that he was talking about just kind of brought back memories. Um, yeah, experiencing LA is a is a uh, a great thing when experiencing um, IMAX. And like he was saying, you know, you just walk out of the hotel door if you decided to stay at that particular hotel, the Sheraton in Pasadena. You walk out of the door, and you walk right into the door of the um, the Pasadena Convention Center. It's right there. It's, it's the best situation ever, you know, mm-hmm. the best situation ever. So you don't have to worry about parking or traveling anywhere. You were right there. So that made it easy, too, because, you know, back in the day, we used to do a lot of shopping, and <laughs> – well, it would be so much sometimes that we would just have to go and take our bags back to our rooms and then go back to the show. Um, so those those were fun. So I just wanted to mention all of that. But again, thank you to Michael for um, for joining us tonight, our first show of the year. And I know that Sharon Tina is listening, and I know I promised um, I promised that we would get on. Uh, twitter what was it rooms spaces twitter spaces <laughs> I was trying to do it before the um before the end of the end of 2021 and it just completely slipped my mind so that's why we you never heard from us about that um, but we're coming back uh, we just had a lot You know, we just traveled back today, got back just in time to to do the show tonight. So um, maybe we'll do something this week before next Sunday's show so that we we can start it back again. So Happy New Year to you, Sharon Tina. Happy New Year to Megan. I see Megan out there. Happy New Year to all of you who are listening out there. Thank you so much again for your support. Uh, we're looking forward to a wonderful year here at Beauty Talk. So, um, you know, just like Michael just told us about the four-year-old, um, if you guys know of some interesting people in beauty, um, whether they're product owners, whether they're makeup artists and or hairstylists, nail techs, whoever, if you think that our Audience would benefit from hearing their story. Please send us an email and a message and let us know. We are always um, and just really, just really quickly. I wanted to, you know, Michael mentioned, you know, for some of the vendors, you know, you know, they have to want to support the show and want to um, to to be at an IMAX. And if anybody out there is listening, and you know, you have. A beauty business. You have a cosmetics line. You have skincare products. Um, anybody out there who you know who wants to showcase their product? If you are an aesthetic school, if you are um, a makeup school, um, you know, please consider, you know, you know, wanting to exhibit at an IMAT, um, especially if you're really trying to grow your business. And I'm just going to call out some names of some some places that I know personally here um, in the Atlanta area who could benefit from uh, being a part of, um, you know, an IMAP show here in Atlanta. So I'm calling out basically Blush Baby, um, Studio Crush School of Makeup, uh, Gwyneth Mosby Makeup Academy, AFX Studios in Marietta, Blue Whale Studios, Wiggly Effects, NorCosco, who I'm sure would be there and support, uh, Monster Makeup Effects. Eddie's Trick Trick Shop, um, and the Makeup Bullet. Those are just a few, a little more than a few, um, uh, vendors who could possibly be vendors at an IMAX Atlanta. So if you're interested, please let Michael Key know. (laughs) He's Michael Key Real on Instagram. Um, You can find him on Facebook as Michael Key. And just, you know, or IMAX Official on Instagram, hit him up. Let them know that you're interested, and let's see what we can do here in Atlanta to bring a show back to Atlanta. There's more than enough makeup artists in the film and television industry alone to support that show. There are people in the surrounding areas, not just Atlanta, but there are people in Florida. There are people in the Carolinas, North and South Carolina, um, who could possibly exhibit um, products and services at an IMAX. There are makeup artists in those areas. Who could um, come to Atlanta and support the show just by being here? So there's enough going on. There are people in Louisiana um, as well who who have businesses um, there, you know, makeup supply companies and um, just makeup artists in general who could who could support um, an IMAX Atlanta. So there's no reason why it can't happen again. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and just let me say really quickly, like you were saying earlier, I enjoyed both shows and I thought both shows were amazing. Um, the first venue was huge and I didn't know, you know, how that was going to turn out, but it turned out really, really well. You know, lots of people participated and came out. Like he was saying, you know, that Sunday was, was really hard because of the football game and people tailgating. We had no idea, you know. You know, we were speaking that Sunday, and we were, like, getting there, thought we were getting there two hours early until we pulled up on the parking lot (laughs) to see that, uh, no, you're not going to park here today, you know. So that part was the the hardest part about it. But other than that, it was an amazing venue and an amazing time. And then – When he switched the venue to a smaller venue, it was a lot closer to us where we lived. Um, And, again, that was a great venue, um, and that was a great show. I love the fact that it was smaller. Um, It it was just an amazing show, and I thought the turnout was good. Um, You know, for him, you know, he may be looking at different things, but I thought it was amazing as far as – makeup artists coming out to support the makeup artist community. Um, You know, but I I will say one thing, though. When when you know that there's going to be a big um, makeup show like that in town, I feel like other makeup artists should not plan events you know, the same day. You know what I mean? And the same day and close by and things like that. I feel like if you know that the event is happening, don't try to pull artists from this event for your event. Because sometimes I, th- I think that was something that was going on that weekend, and I I just feel like, um, I don't know, you just – I feel like it's a situation where we can all benefit – when we're working together. So um, that was just something that I observed from that year. But I, I agree with you. Both years were amazing, regardless of what venue they were in. They were amazing. Everything was great except that <laughs> that football situation on that Sunday. So just like you said, <laughs> if you come back to Atlanta and want to use that venue, just don't do it during football season. Right. Right, and so jump for those who in. may be interested for those who may be interested, I'm going to go ahead and jump on Twitter spaces when we're done for about ten, fifteen minutes, and that's that. We'll talk and chat about whatever, <laughs> so if you're interested, come on over um I'll be there for about fifteen minutes. All right, well, I'll meet you over there, and you can just follow uh Beauty Talk. Yep, so we're Beauty underscore Talk. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in for our very first show of 2022. Uh, We greatly appreciate you. Um, We're getting ready to jump over on Twitter Spaces for a few minutes, but just reminding everybody that you can follow us. We are Beauty underscore Talk on Twitter. We are Beauty underscore Talk underscore score media on instagram and we Are beauty talk online on facebook you can follow denise and i both on all social media um, platforms just by our names at denise tannell tannell is t-u-n-n-e-l-l at janice tannell janice is j-a-n-i-c-e um, we are at denise tannell at janice tunnell, wherever you are on social media all right Thank you guys for tuning in tonight. It was a great show tonight. We thank you so much. We appreciate you. We love you. Have a wonderful evening and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night.